Welcome to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William, featuring award-winning financial advisor and former host of the Sunday Money Show, News Talk 1010, Paul Baraka and his associate advisor, William Baraka. Creating and keeping wealth does not need to be complicated. Paul and William will cut through confusing and contradictory financial advice to give you the real facts to help you invest better and enjoy a worry-free retirement. The views and opinions expressed in this video may not necessarily reflect those of IPC Securities Corporation. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Welcome, everyone. You are in touch with episode number 31 of Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William. My name is Paul, and with me is certified financial planner, William Barreca. And uh, and welcome welcome to the show, whether you're either watching us on our YouTube channel or listening to us on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Today, we've got, today, William, we've got a topic that comes up quite frequently with people who are approaching or just in retirement. And what type of thing do we hear all the time from people in that position, Will? Well, people, they get into their late 50s, early, mid 60s or so, whenever they're approaching retirement Mm. or right when they do retire and they say, oh, now that I'm either retired or approaching retirement, I should probably make my portfolio more conservative. That's right. Should I change my portfolio? Getting older. You know, yeah. I don't, you know, what do we hear? Oh, I don't have that long to live anymore. And, uh, oh, I don't have time to recover if markets go down. By the way, not if markets go down, but when markets go down. Before we get into this, Paul, I think we'll see the concept of make of changing your portfolio at retirement it's a rule of thumb. And as we've gone over before, people shouldn't oh, yeah. plan their financial lives by rules of thumbs. We've talked about the 4% rule in the past. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. everything, everything should come from your financial plan because not everyone has different circumstances, different thoughts, different opinions on money. So you shouldn't live your financial life by rules of thumb like that, as we'll see. Yeah. And people say, oh, I'm not going to last long. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. I just read a couple of months ago the uh, Moreau Chappelle, the uh, actuarial company, and they Margot came out Chappelle. with Moreau. Okay, Moreau Margot. Chappelle. Morneau, Morneau, our previous finance minister, yes. Morneau Chappelle. Yes. So what they came out is the most, according to them, the most recent statistics on how long you're going to last. And according to them, for someone age 65 years old, you have a 50-50 chance of reaching 90. That means there's a 50% you're going to reach past 90. You know what? If you're 65 or mid-60s, 25 years to me is a very, very long time. So you really want to be careful about those emotional thoughts that happen about your portfolio. And that's where that's a good place to start, Paul, in terms of should you make your portfolio more conservative yeah. at retirement? Like you said, people are living longer. So they need their money, they need their retirement savings to last them until potentially age into their 90s, age 100. So for for most people, there is a certain need to take on a certain level of risk. You can't just put your money under your your pillow or or whatever it is, because it'll lose value to inflation and and you'll run out of money. 
So for, for most people, there's a certain risk need that they, they need to take. Yeah, but of course, it, it's an emotional time. You can understand it, William. I mean, I'm a little older than you, quite a lot older than you. And you've been working for 35 or 40 or 45 years. You've had a paycheck coming in, you know, a couple of times a month, whatever. And all of a sudden that paycheck stops. It's not coming in. And regardless of your financial situation, it's a very, very different mindset for lots of people. So you can understand it's really just being human to say, hey, geez, I don't have a paycheck coming in. Uh, I got to be very conservative with my money. I'm not getting a paycheck anymore and so forth. But again, like you said, really, um, you want to take this in terms of a rational way of doing it. And of course, the, the steps, if you say it, to take when you're getting close to retirement or just in retirement is, well, review what your actual needs are. You know, how much money do you need every year to live properly uh, on an after-tax basis? And, and that needs to include, well, a number of things, not just to paying the bills, the electricity and the gas and all this, but okay, what do you need to live? What do you need to take a holiday every year? What about um, having money aside for critical financial events that happen? You know, things happen to your kids. They need some help. You want, Most people want to be able to help them. Things happen to you from a health perspective. You want to have money in the side, you know. Um, so you want to build this uh, estimate of what you're going to need every year. Take Obviously, take inflation into account. Off. Oh, that's what yeah, we see your, a lot. Your full financial plan, and then it, and then it tells you basically um, what required rate of return do you need on your portfolio to meet all those goals yeah. until until uh, until uh, age one hundred, let's say. Yeah, and you of course when you're doing that, you also want to take into account: do you want to leave money in your estate or in your estate? Yes or no. Some people it's not important. Some people it is. So that's built into your financial plan. Uh, what about different sources of income? You know, government, you have rental income. Uh, how is it taxed? Really, really key. Matter of fact, I think we should do a podcast on taxation of, of portfolios because it's often misconstrued. And again, I think people need to understand there's a trade-off, right? I mean, some people just say, oh, I don't want very little risk in my portfolio. Well, if you take very little risk, as you mentioned, well, you're going to earn less. If you're going to earn less, you're at risk of running out of money. And that's not good for anyone, not good for anyone at all. I think the one of the thing, most important things there that we talked about before is understanding the difference between risk and volatility in your portfolio. To me, they're two very different things. You know, risk is the chance of losing your money, uh, buying very speculative type investments, and volatility is normal. Well, that's, that's a risk perception because people everyone has a different perception of risk one of your favorite stories paul i've heard you yeah. tell a lot about is um when you're reviewing someone's portfolio a long time ago and they held they held i think it was mostly just canadian bank stocks and you said oh you're, you're a fairly aggressive investor you're 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 all equities right and what, what was mm -hmm. their, their response to that well the response well they're all solid blue chip companies that pay regular dividends they increase their dividends most year. I'm not concerned about the volatility going up and down because I know they'll come back. I don't own speculative shares here. I'm not speculating on silver or gold or bitcoins or whatever you want. So that was a very rational way of thinking. This person doesn't worry that this person I'm talking about 
did not lose sleep at night over their portfolio. I can tell you that. So, and by yeah, the way, so, the, and, and the, the perception of risk is generally, Paul, I think heavily influenced by how experienced you are in the financial markets. Um, and this is part of, again, determining your proper asset allocation. Um, more experienced investors typically are able to more accurately assess their, their risk perception. Not, not always the case, but typically um, that's the case. Yeah. Well, another thing, Paul, again, when you're trying to craft what's your ideal asset allocation, again, it all comes from your financial plan. Um, you also need to know your level of composure uh, in times of volatility. Some people, like, for example, in March of 2020, when the markets mm -hmm. were doing crazy things, they some people had very different reactions to it. Some people were very composed. They didn't they weren't so worried about it. While other people, uh, some people in worst case scenarios, they couldn't take it. So they, they went into cash. Um, so that's an example. Again, just knowing when looking back in history and having discussions as well in terms of how how would you react um, in times like that and put it in a dollar percentage, save your portfolio drop by this amount of dollars. How, how would you feel about it? Yeah. By the way, March 2020, of course, was when COVID first hit the fan and portfolios, uh, the U.S. Uh, market dropped its biggest and shortest drop ever. And of course, the thing is, those people that bailed out lost big time and markets turned around very quickly and gained all that money back. But, and by the way, another thing too, you want to look at what's, when should you start planning for this process, uh, planning for retirement? The way I look at it, you need to start doing this well, well before retirement. We've had people come to us and say, well, I'm not retiring for five years. I'll, I'll start planning in five years. Well, you might be creating a big tax problem for yourself by doing that. Let's say you have a, a certain type of portfolio in a non-registered account. And at retirement, you want to change it to something else, maybe something that's more tax efficient. Well, you could create a huge tax on realizing capital gains at that point. So again, this is something you want to start with your financial plan, ideally decades ahead of time. Plan it. And if you plan it ahead of time and review it right on a regular basis, you know what, when it comes to retirement, it's not that big of a deal. Not that big of a deal at all. We start, just start drawing money out of your investments rather than putting money in. I think that's so, a good place to wrap it up today, Paul, unless there's anything else you want to add. Well, just a quick summary. You know, if there are certain steps you want to do, again, first assess your income needs during retirement. Uh, make sure you have a proper analysis done that takes inflation and all the other issues into account. Understand the trade-offs between being more conservative equals less income, which could mean you run out of money. And then continual review and update of the plan. So, so that's a good time probably to stop and uh, want to mention our next podcast. We're going to talk about taxes. It's just past tax season. That makes everyone very happy. We're going to talk about, I'm calling this podcast, Stop Paying Unnecessary Tax on Your Portfolio. And I see this regularly all the time. So that's the next podcast. Hope you can join us then. Thank you for joining us today. And of course, as always, please subscribe. And rate us well only rate us if you're going to rate us good and pass this on uh you know if there's, if there's other people in your life who may value what we have to say please pass this on and of course if you yourself if you're not sure if you're in the right place financially and you'd like to start a short conversation with us just send us an email at info at westend.com info at westendwealth.com 
We'll see you next time, everyone. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by West End Wealth Planning, an award-winning wealth planning practice catering to small and medium-sized business owners and to those looking to create a worry-free retirement for themselves and their families. To learn more, go to westendwealth.com. Don't forget to rate this podcast and subscribe to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.